Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I'll be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey. Welcome. Welcome back, all my favorite people who are listening into this episode. I am so glad you are here. We are at the final part of this little mini series, which is about writing, creating, developing, publishing, and now marketing um, the book that you were born to write. So this is for everyone who is new to publishing, is new to writing, who may have been listening into this podcast for a while, or if you're brand new, I'm so glad that you are here because... Um, this little mini series is literally going to take you from A to Z. I mean, when I say it's like small dot points, there's a lot more depth that we can go into, which I would love to um, discuss with you. And I will explain how you can do that soon. But this is like short dot points of how to get started on the book that you were born to write, that you have been dying to write, that you have not taken the time for, and you're just ready to dive on in. And if you haven't listened to the previous um, episodes, they scroll back to whatever app that you are listening in on this too. It is how to write, how to develop, and then how to publish. And now we are up to what is like literally probably one of my favorite things of the process and why I love um, self-publishing as well, because this is just another, I mean, it's tough. There's a lot of lessons to learn. There's a lot of things that you've got to pivot, but I, you know, you've got to love business in this, but I find marketing is like another amazing creative outlet to dive into. Now there is so much that I can say when it comes to marketing your book um, and getting out there and getting to your target audience and letting people know about who you are as a writer and what you have created and why they should choose you over the millions and millions and millions of books that are out there. Um, there is so much to say, but I have broken this down into a couple of dot points. Once again, if you want to go deeper on this, then please um, reach out to me. All the details are in the show notes. If you want to send me a DM on any of my socials, at Olivia Hillier Author, or you can join the podcast group, which is on Facebook. So it's in the show notes. Once again, you can click click through to join. But um, yeah, um, if you want to go deep into any of the concepts, but this is the first five steps on like really thinking about your marketing and your marketing plans when it comes to launching a book and. This is, there's some things in here that are just relevant to self-publishing, but there are also a lot of things that are relevant to even if you are signed to a publisher as well, because really you're marketing yourself to them. But even after that, you need to market yourself. Of course, they will, they're definitely going to help you out with the overall advertising in your launch plan. Essentially, you this you still want to market yourself and keep yourself relevant within the industry for any further books that you want to write and, and keep that audience for you as well. You can't just put it onto all them. So let's dive into it. My five points. Okay. Number one, your social presence. 
And no, I don't just mean social media, although I do believe that that is important now and something that, um, you know, a lot of authors don't like doing, particularly if you are an author who, you know, I just want to write. Having your social presence out there on whatever apps that you feel most align with you is very, very important. The first important thing is having your own website. So someone comes across you in a bookstore here and there, or they've heard your name, you want to have that website. One, if you've got people who are PR that want to reach out to you too, just to have your social presence there, to have your search, um, to get you at the top of the, the search engines of Google, you want to have your social presence um, if you write, say you write urban fantasy and someone's Googling urban fantasy and you want to make sure that your presence is at the top of that list when they search urban fantasy, this is something that you have full control over and having a website is number one. If you're just someone who wants to write and you've got nothing else on there, it is, I would just like, you'd only need to create a, one page. You can go to create space and create one that there's all these templates that are super basic, super easy that you can use. I use Wix because I've used Wix forever and I do like Wix, but if you're beginning, I definitely recommend, um, oh my God, I think I said create space. I meant Squarespace. Squarespace is the, is the, is the one to go to, but one, you want a website. Two, you want to make sure that you are on all the socials that you, um, link to like that that feels right for you that you feel like you can share your best self on if it's not TikTok you don't have to do TikTok don't force yourself to do something if you know you're not going to enjoy it you know you're not going to like it you know you're wasting your time because I will say your social presence is more about your author branding and putting yourself out there for you this is about overall marketing rather than selling books so this is just making sure that you have a presence and that you are seen and you are branded as an author and you are putting your best foot forward to the world in that space um, to create the career or whatever you want to build out of that. It is not going to lead you towards a sale necessarily. You could spend all your time on social media and I absolutely do recommend building your audience. Absolutely, it's important, but you can't expect that to lead to a sale. This is more about marketing rather than advertising. The advertising side of marketing, this is more about your presence, your awareness, and your branding of who you are and being out there. So number one, get yourself a website. Make sure that you are on socials. It's completely up to you. I don't believe that you need to get caught up in the rap of, okay, but if I have these socials and I need to post so many times and blah, 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 and I need to put myself out there. Yes, absolutely. Put yourself out there and jump off the cliff and, and create that image for you. And this leads back to episode three of how to publish your book and building that author brand of like knowing who you are, knowing what you write, knowing who you write for, um, knowing what is different about you and also knowing the image that you want to show to the world. You could write the best book in the world and then people, like, if people don't know about it, people don't know about it. And so if people don't know about you and if you want to keep writing more books, they need to know about you and exactly who you are. And in this digital world, you want to have a digital space. But 
it's not necessarily going to lead to sales. It is just about that author branding. I will keep putting that out there because, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just your online presence and who you are and that people have who may have read your books have somewhere to connect with you as well and create that audience so number one social presence get on it find out who you are get get specific about it too if you're starting and you want to be seen as someone like okay what images do I want you do want to invest a little bit of money in this because I believe I believe not always but if you're um goal is to sell books and you want people to buy your books then you have to invest in that you know um spending money will help you make more money and if you want people to invest in you then you have to invest in yourself as well which is a whole other um episode that I will dive into but you know maybe you want to go and get a couple of professional photos done there's many different um different like apps now and things where you can create like you can use Canva to create some of your pictures for your books which is really great and also free Uh, well there is a free version and there's also other things that I mean I'm sure you see so many beautiful bookstagrammers put pictures of their books in different states in different um layouts and things like that you know there's so many different ways that you can cheat that there's so many different images that you can buy of Shuttershock or uh, the image of Pock Oh my God, I can't say this word right. The image of pocket theory. I fucked that up. <laughs> anyway, you can search it and it's actually like how to buy images to, to put your specific image within that beautiful background and things like that. And you don't, once again, you don't have to spend all your time doing this. Your time is best spent writing. So don't get caught up in like, I need to post every day to be relevant, to grow my, to grow this, to grow that. I would recommend maybe spending it like some time each month of knowing what you want to post, schedule it, um, but your time is best spent writing and you don't have to, don't feel pressured to keep up with the how much you need to put yourself out there rat race because um, yes, be present, but yes, be present and create that social presence, but you don't um, need to make it your everything, if that makes sense. And then once you're... Um, website is set up correctly it, sh- it should run pretty well anyway okay so keep your one number one social presence just for author branding not for sales okay number two build your website list I mean your website list your newsletter list which you're going to need a website for anyway so having a great thing for people to come to your website and they want to learn more about you I don't know the exact um, I think it's even more now because we live in a society where something is advertised and you need to hook them literally within the first cut, like two, three seconds, um, to some, for someone to get more interested in you. So, um, we live in a very demanding digital world when it comes to marketing and, but yeah, and to, by the time someone comes to your newsletter list, you want to make sure that you have a reason for them to join up. Don't just get them to join up. Like don't like no one's probably got, no one wants more emails just because they want more emails. Well, maybe you do, but I know that I definitely don't. I want to clear my inbox out every Friday. I hate seeing that there's unread emails on a weekend 
I can't deal with it. And when you get so much junk, you know, I'm sure we all hate it. And so if people are signing up to your email list, they want a reason to sign up to your email list. You need to give them a lead magnet. Now, I'm going to be different to what a lot of people say, although you can do this. Some people give away a whole free book on their newsletter list. There's no way in hell I'm going to buy a whole free book on my newsletter list. One, I'm just not in the space to have that time. Two, it is a lot to give away. Um, And if it's a completely different story, I, I just, I don't know. It's a no, it's a no from me. I would much rather give away for me personally, could be completely for you. If someone signs up to my newsletter list once, yes, of course, I get my newsletter all the time they get, um, but they also get a couple of free chapters of whatever book that I am promoting at that time. So they, they technically get up to five chapters of a book that's out there. One that's going to help people get a little bit of a taste of what you're about get a little bit taste of your writing. And then if they love that book, then it could lead to a sale overall. If they've got to chapter five and you've left them on a cliffhanger, then they're going to once that that's something that could lead to a sale. But even if it doesn't lead to a sale, you have that person on your email list forever to market to forever, to give content to forever. Um, but also make sure that your content is um, not always salesy. Make sure you, make sure you're giving them something of, of why they want to hear from you each month or whenever you send out your monthly newsletter. So that is one thing. Now to build your mailing list in the time that we're in, where a lot of us don't want to receive many emails, that is why one you definitely need to give them something free. But it's it's hard just to get general website traffic, particularly if you are starting out. There are a number of tools that you can do this where you can actually create author swaps with other authors um, on their mailing list who might be in the same genre as you or, you know, and and so they're like your newsletter is sent out with their newsletter essentially and so they can um, – sign up to get your free couple of chapters or your free book or whatever you're giving them for free. could even be a bookmark, a downloadable bookmark. There's so many different things that's like unique to you that you get to play around and decide of what you want to um, give people uh, in exchange for the information in this digital world. Um, but BookFunnel is a great website where you can do this. You can sign up for a small plan, a medium plan. I don't know all the prices. I literally think mine is like 15 Australian dollars a month and that's a pretty large plan. So it's not that expensive. And then you can find other authors to swap with. So it's like, okay, I'm going to promote your book on my website and then they, uh, on my email list, sorry. And then they promote their, their email list and then you guys can swap. Um, so then you'll have like, usually that happens. It's all done for you. So we, all we have to do is upload everything. It's all done for you, which is even better, less things for you to do. So you can focus on what you're meant to be doing, which is writing and what you're best at. Um, and then you'll be sent a, a file at the end of whenever the promotion was run with that other author of all those new emails that you get to add to your list. Um, yes. So that is one way of doing it. Also, if you just know other authors, or you want to join an author group. There's so many on Facebook. There's so many on Facebook that you can search for, that you can reach out to. If you're an author and you know another author, like DM them. There's no hurt of being like, hey, I love your work. Could we do a swap? Um, I think, you know, as long as you send something to them that is polite and that you love, 
the author community and community is very um helping <laughs> that's not the right word <laughs> but they're, they're honestly like it's no tit for tat of what I've seen so far I have never had that I have been in this industry for a couple of years now I've connected with so many incredible people through many different things like book funnel and also through the podcast and everyone has always been so lovely they're in it together they know that this is a market for everyone and there is room for everyone in here everyone wants a new read everyone wants a new story um so I I find it a very um encouraging and beautiful environment but book funnel is a great way to start otherwise reach out to some people and be like hey do you want to do like an author swap maybe you want to do a group of five where everyone like shares their book maybe you know someone who is launching a new book at the same time as you or maybe you've had someone go through this journey who's writing a book alongside you and you both are kind of in the same genre and you want to um yeah, launch together and go through the process together. It have have fun with it. Have have a go with it. But I definitely recommend Book Funnel as well. Uh, mailing list should be through your website. Otherwise, you can look at mailing. I like to do my I like to do Mailchimp because um, my website plans aren't that great. Depending on your website, but Mailchimp for me. All right. So number one, make sure you have that social presence. Make sure you have your website. Make sure that you have a mailing list so that you are building an audience that you get to chat to about everything that you've got going on um, and building that readership base, which is super, super, super important. Okay. Number three. Now, this is more for self-published self-published authors because your publisher should if you're signed with the publisher they should be um managing this for you and there's two major websites where you can manage manage this so this is about getting advanced copy readers so and that you the reason that you want people to get an advanced copy read before you've launched your book and build this up is i'm going to explain i'm going to explain a lot of things but you want to reviews before they're out there and you can put and people can post reviews on many different things they can post on social media etc but it genuinely I would say social media isn't going to overall lead to a sale it'll lead to a brand awareness it'll lead to your overall books awareness and it will lead to um you know, I think people have to see things at least nine times before they choose a sale. And I picked that number out of nowhere, but it is a large number. Anyway, um, you definitely, if someone's going to do reviews, if you're getting people to do reviews, yes, cool. Use social media as an extra. Don't get them to do reviews on social media. Get them to post the review to either um, a store that you've got it on. So like Amazon, for instance, and Goodreads. Goodreads is your go to you definitely want a goodreads profile because that is goodreads is the most amazing thing people can click want it's connected to kindle people can click want to read in a single second and they're going to be marketed your book in this wonderful digital metaverse of book sales um so you definitely want to make sure that your reviews are on goodreads and the more reviews that you get the higher you're going to rank within goodreads's algorithm same with amazon if you have more um reviews on your amazon account uh, sorry, on your Amazon landing page. Not only is it going to help you with something that I'm going to mention in book five, sorry, point five, 
it's going to also help with the algorithm. So if you are a new release, on the date that you release your book, uh, you are like a lot higher in the algorithm for, I think it's up to three months because you're technically classed as a new release for uh, for Amazon or um, Booktopia or if you're in Australia or like uh, Books A Million, Barnes & Noble, etc. You are going to be higher up in the algorithm, which means you're going to have more social presence, more digital presence online where people are buying books. So having more reviews, and if you are rated high in those reviews, once again, you're going to get up higher. You're going to you're going to be seen by a lot more people that are searching on that space. Because if you launch a brand new book and like no one's kind of rated it, people kind of want to read about, people might read the blurb and love it, but they want to know a little bit more. Reviews are very important. So not only that, it actually helps with keywords. And being in the digital space, like a lot, there's a lot of us shopping online now. And if you're self-published, you have to kind of have a digital first mindset. You really have to have a digital first mindset and how we are moving forward in that space within booksellers. So, um, yeah, you're really going to want to get those reviews and get them get them nice and high. Now, there's two ways. Well, there's three ways you can do this. One, you can literally just reach out to people and ask them to do it that takes a lot of work. <laughs> That's something I haven't personally done. I have um, used Booksprout. So there's two websites you can use. You can use NetGalley and you can use Booksprout. Now, the best things about these two, sponsored by Booksprout and I refer Booksprout, but the, the reason I will tell you this, NetGalley is amazing. I think I would choose NetGalley. I think most publishers choose NetGalley. Um, the reason and I don't choose NetGalley as an indie publisher. I think you're looking at paying about $700 per book to put on NetGalley for six months in advance, which is a lot of money. If you're using Booksprout, you can choose up to like $50. So that at 50, sorry, it's only cost you $50 a month. And I think that's unlimited. That's if you want unlimited, you can choose um like a lot less as well. So Booksprout, essentially you put your book up there you put your keywords in, you will find readers that you didn't even like, you've never meet and you'll never know, but they'll become your readership because they're going to claim your book because you're up on their website as a new release. And then they're going to read it. And then they're going to put a review with the date that you select that you need them to review it by. And the best thing is it is all protected. So you're not giving your IP away. You are not giving your IP away in any way shape or form you're not sending them a digital copy of your book that hasn't been released that you know you want to keep yourself it is all protected within that website so booksprout i would highly recommend check it out and then come to me if you have any more questions um to get your advanced reviews and i would recommend doing this a couple of months in advance before at least two months in advance before you choose your release date um Yes, that, that's that's what I would recommend with that one. Okay, number four, the most important thing when it comes to marketing is your cover and your blurb. Now, once again, if you are with a publisher, I don't know how much, you probably won't have too much say in this. When I signed my first um, book to a publisher, I was given two different options of cover and um I was able to play around with them. So I think you are definitely allowed to play around with it, but it was kind of like, here's these two, what do you want? Um, if you're self-publishing, it's all yours. It's all yours, baby. You can choose whatever the hell you want in that creative space. 
please, please, please spend good money on your cover because as much as people say, like say it, don't say it or whatever, people do. What do they? What do they say? They say people don't 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 judge a book by its cover, but everyone does. Everyone judges a book by its cover. Now there are things that you can do for this cover where the best. The first thing I would say before choosing a cover, and I say this because the first book I signed to a publisher, I was like, yeah, this. They were like, okay, what what kind of like are you thinking about for a cover? And I gave them my idea. That's why they came back to me with two different ones because this was before I knew anything. And then they gave me an idea of what I wanted and then they gave me an idea of what was actually selling in the category. And I was like, okay, I need to go with what's selling in the category. Might not be my favorite, but that's what sells in the category. So the easiest way you can do this is go and search your favorite authors, go and search the authors that you believe are like, go and search the um, genre that you are are in and you're going to want to find a cover that fits in with those books and then you're going to want to find a designer that is used to doing those covers um so the cover is very very important and this is where you're going to want to spend your money trust me you are really going to want to spend your money on a top quality cover because that is how it sells um, and then number, the next part of it is your blurb. So your blurb, this is literally your landing page. This is going to be your landing page on anywhere, anyone, any website that you are on where you are selling books. Your blurb is super important. So when you're writing your blurb, make sure that you never have a boring moment. <laughs> it needs to be hooks. It needs to be telling the story in suspense without giving it away. Writing a blurb is almost the hardest thing. It's even harder than writing a synopsis for your book, right? If you're writing a synopsis to pitch to people, a blurb is even harder because if you're making it a sales page. Something you can do is give it is get someone else to do it. So you can give them a synopsis of your book and then you can get other people to write your blurb um, who are really good at it. And to be honest, uh, there's times I've written my blurbs and then there's times I've paid other people and it wasn't, to be honest, it wasn't until I passed on paying other people that I was like, okay, this is how it really needs to be laid out. Now, if you are in search for a blurb, they're pretty cheap. You can get a really good blurb for $200 and I tell you what, you're going to make your money back because any advertising that you have with a shitty blurb, you're not going to get your money back. So making sure you have a good blurb, I recommend, I think they're called Hidden Gems, is a really good blurb service. Um, you can check them out at hiddengems.com. Otherwise, if you don't want to spend any money, have a look once again at other people in your genre and what they're writing, like what are their hooks? And this can also come back to everything that you learnt in the previous, um, everything that you journaled down in the previous episode of like, okay, what is my tagline? What am I trying to achieve here? And really understand the layout of a blurb. As soon as you read a couple, you'll be like, okay, cool, 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 cool. This is how mine has to go. And this is how, this is where I see it fit. Once you write it, now I've done this so many times and I highly recommend once you, if you're writing your own blurb, once you write it, walk away, give it a couple of days, forget it, then look over it again, because I guarantee you'll see a couple of, couple of things that you could change, make better each time that you have a look over your blurb, your cover and your blurb is what is going to sell your book. That is literally the moment. It's like when you say you're shopping for a pair of shoes, it is the picture. Do you know what's another really good thing about this? I, I hate now in our days, particularly when we go out for dinner and we're like scanning something. 
I hate when there's no pictures of the food, when there's no pictures of the food on the menu. You need a good picture and you need a pitch. Your your blurb is your pitch to your 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 readers. Your blurb is even before the reviews, your blurb and your book cover. Your book cover is what they're going to click on. Your blurb is what they're going to read. And then they're going to double check that by the reviews. I think it's called red grain Red, red brain, green brain is the psychology of a buyer, right? So someone will get excited about something for the idea and they'll be emotionally driven. And then you have to, then they have that person before they buy, buy it has to be backed up by log, their logic brain. So red brain, green brain. So um, whatever side of the brain, red or green, <laughs> the emotional side is going to, you're going to hug at that person with your blurb and with your um, cover and then you're going to, the person is going to back it up by scrolling down to the latest review that you've got in there being like, yep, this person liked it. So that's a logical decision. Click, buy, done. You just made a sale. So your blurb and your cover is the most important thing when it comes to marketing. That is number four. All right. Last one. Your launch week. So this isn't marketing, this is advertising. Now, if you're working in the background about building your mailing list, you should you could have a little mailing list that you can sell out and be like, hey guys, it's here, blah, blah, blah. Um, same with your social medias, put it out there. Wow, your first book's out. People should get around you. That's amazing. But you're going to want to reach, if you want to sell a lot of books, you're going to want to reach a lot of readers. And this is where advertising comes in. Um, yes, you can do Amazon ads long-term and you can do Facebook ads long-term, but in that launch week, you want to get extra advertising in and down. And there are certain different companies that you can use for this to make sure that your book is seen by many readers in your genre who love to binge read books all the time, all the time. Um, now there's many companies that do this. It's obviously you're paying for an advertised space within them. But this is what's going to help you build those initial sales. Um, there is a list of many, many ones that I recommend. If you can get a BookBub one, go for it. Go for it. Get a BookBub new release. It is the best thing you will ever do. Create a profile on partners.bookbub. See what it's about. Understand it. And try and get a BookBub deal. I got a BookBub deal and it is literally what made me a bestseller. And many, many, many people will do that. So BookBub is number one. If not, you can advertise on BookBub. So create you can create little advertising. If you don't score a deal, you can create little advertisings on BookBub. With this too, you do want to do this a couple of months in advance. You want to um, have all this ready because you need to apply for these. These are all applications because they're not going to put something that they don't want to give their readers out. You're applying for these spots. Another good one is Robin Reads. That goes out to about 300,000 um, people who are avid readers in your genre. You can pick the genre. Um, once again, you've got to apply for that. Uh, Book Gorilla is a good one. I hope you're all writing this down. The Fussy Librarian, it's a little bit cheaper. It's a little bit smaller, but it is pretty good depending on your genre. Um, what else is there? There is Written Word Media. They're a really good one. You can play around and there's little different promotion stacks that they would do. And I would recommend doing like a little a couple of these ads, say in the first five, five to three to five days of your release to really initiate those sales, to help get you up on the list, get your book selling um, to then get sell through for more. 
or to have those people recommend to other people. This is your initial start, right? You really want to launch that week. Um, this, this is your big launch to the world. Book Rebel is another really good one. And that's all I can think of at the top of my head. There are a couple of different ones, but they're specific to genres. Um, there is an article on Readsy that rates the amount of, I think, just look up advertising on Readsy. They have so many blogs, but there is a blog on Readsy that rates the um, companies and the amount of sales that you'll get for your dollar spent. So that is something that I really recommend as well. All right, so we've covered it all very briefly again. Once again, if you want to go more in depth to any of these topics, then make sure that you are part of my Writer's Advice Community Facebook group so we can chat about everything that you're doing right now in that group um, and also get feedback from many other authors who are doing the exact same thing. Um, and also you can DM me, Olivia Hillier author, anywhere. If you loved this episode, then please make sure that you reach out to me and tell me, <laughs> but also uh, leave a five-star review. So the overall, really simple. I mean, I feel like I've made it sound simple and I hope that I've made it sound simple because there is so much out there that is so like blah in your face and you can go into more detail and I, and I will start to go into more detail with all these things, but keep it for the basics, keep it with the basics and play around with it. And this, and this is what I'm telling you that I've proven works because trust me, I've done a lot of things that I have failed at or that just hasn't been worth it. So number one, your author branding is your social presence. Make sure that you have a strong social presence. Make sure you have a website that you absolutely love and that really showcases you and who you are. Building your newsletter list, have a magnet and have something to give away to those people for sure. Advanced copy reviews. Check out my partners at Booksprout. I love you dearly. They are amazing. And honestly, any questions that you have, their customer service team is incredible as well. That will get straight back to you. I absolutely love, 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 love. Um, your blurb and your cover, which is obviously number one marketing tool ever and um, at your advertising and launch week and making sure that you're hitting as many eyes of avid readers in your targeted genre as possible to get those initial sales on the board, to get your book trending and all the charts and to get you up there and being, making all your dreams come true when it comes to writing. <laughs> so they are the major points that I have for marketing. Once again, there is so much more in depth that I would love to go into um, with you. I am sharing a lot more on my newsletter. So if you do want to join up to that, you can just join at oliviahillier.com and all the details will be there. Well, thank you for joining me. Um, I'm really excited for next week's episode. You definitely want to join in for next week's episode because I have someone who has done all the things and has got herself into a very, very, very incredible space that I think you will all know. So I'm very excited for that. But until then, enjoy, guys. Thanks for joining me.